0: hi and thanks for checking out our city Reach philly podcast from wherever you are listening we hope you are encouraged by this week's message game on earth i'm biased because i grew up in puerto rico and this little box right here if you grew up in puerto rico you know what this is this is a box of dominoes and for a period of my childhood i did not live with my parents because my my mom and my parents lived in the hospital with my brother and i lived cousin. And my cousin's grandmother was something else. She was the queen of that little area, of that campo. And no one can beat her in dominoes. Yeah. I would watch her, and I was not even allowed to talk. I wasn't allowed to sit near her because she was in total concentration. And my goal in life, when I was about seven, eight years old, was to be invited one day to the table so I can play the most amazing game on earth. How many of you play dominoes?
1: If you don't know what dominoes are, I'll ask.
0: go play it. And if you want, I'll play you anytime because I bet you can't beat me. Although I just said something a little cocky here. It's about your team. Any person that goes and plays this game, playing selfishly, and just about themselves, doesn't really have a strategy. They may win a game here or two because of luck, but they will not be able to have strategy to really see the whole picture, because you need to be able not to think yourself and the goal of this game if you say I don't even know what that what a domino looks like my husband loves me so much and my dream was to have my own domino table okay. and a few years ago Pastor Mark he went to Fifth and Allegheny
1: yeah.
0: is it Allegheny no it's Lehigh it's Fifth Fifth and Lehigh and he got my own table if you get close as my picture It has a Puerto Rican flag. They don't get their $200.
1: Oh,
0: I love this so much. I have more money for me, right? It creates this feeling of me. And today, for the next few moments, I want to talk about the feeling of me and the feeling of us. And I'm going to put that under a title, All or Nothing. You see, in God's kingdom... It's not about one person. It's about a people that serve one King. And before I talk about kingdom economy, because that's what I want to talk about this morning, I want you to understand your position in the kingdom. And in Matthew 6.10, we begin by listening to what Jesus has to say. Jesus didn't ask us to pray to go to heaven. He asked us to pray for heaven to come to earth. Yeah. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You see, I grew up thinking that the kingdom of God was something in the future, something eternal. And I'm not saying that's not what it is. But what I'm saying is that when I, once I belong, once I am part of the kingdom of God, the benefits start immediately. I don't have to wait until I die to spend eternity with him, but the moment I enter the kingdom, I pray differently, and I say, your kingdom come, I am not part of that kingdom, and you may say, well, what does that look like, let's go to Luke seventeen twenty. no one will say, look, here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is within you. the moment you become a follower of Jesus and you're part of a kingdom family. some of the things that I want to keep are the things that make me feel good and I control. But when I say that I serve God behavior always exposes the worldview of our kingdom. I'm going to say that again. Our behavior always exposes the worldview of our kingdom. Not our conversation, not what we say, but our behavior. So when we think about, I am a follower. Jesus or maybe I'm curious about being a follower of Jesus. What does that mean? That means that now I have a king. Something else that I've learned that this is not democracy. The kingdom of God is not whether you're a Democrat or a Republican or independent or what's your political perspective. In the kingdom of God we understand that there's one king and one master. The beautiful thing about our king is that he's the perfect that he loves us in such to such a degree that he looks at us and says, if you join my kingdom, if you understand that my thinking is different than this world, that is going to look crazy, that is not gonna make sense. Our king says, if you're part of We have... not belong to me if I am in his kingdom. It belongs to him. And it's hard for us to acknowledge or to live that way because we want to own it. We want our bank account to continue. We want to save. And it's all good to save money, to plan ahead. We want to be comfortable here on earth. But if we understood that if what is mine belongs to God, And my king is different than other kings. What is his is mine. And I don't know about you, but God owns way more than I could ever own. He is the owner of everything and not just material things. Understanding that although I may feel that everything is mine, in reality... Everything is His, and if I am His, then what is His is mine. That's all That's all Something else that we go around saying: I earned this. I worked hard. I just this is what I have earned. And for those of us that work hard, and you come in and you get your check, and you're ready, you look at it, you know you're never happy with it, like oh. I'll give you that. If you give me forgiveness, I'll forgive you. If you give me whatever, then I'm always in a, it's like you're in a position of always receiving, or we are, right? I'm waiting for the other person to move, and then I will move. Yes. As Christians, we need to strive to give more than we receive. That's all right. Because Christ has given everything to us according to Acts. We lack nothing, so we give to others knowing it is more blessed to give than to receive. So that's how the world thinks. And there's many, many ways or many things that I can say about the kingdom of God principles, but I'm only going to talk about three today. Yes. The first principle I want to talk about is the last shall be, shall be first. Matthew 20:16. So those who are last now will be first then. And those who are first will be last.
1: That's all right. You see, in
0: the kingdom of God, there's no seniority. against the union, Like that will kill me. It's all about unions. But know that in the kingdom of God, for those of you that walked in through that door today for the first time, this kingdom is for you. Yes. The benefits are for you. Yes. And for those of and like 17 speakers, and I wanted to steal their messages, but the God says, don't you dare. <laughs> so I don't know if Crystal's in the house or not, but I had a conversation with Crystal on the phone, and she said something to me over that phone, that I, I was in the conference room, and I was like on the floor. She doesn't know that, although she might, because God shows her a lot of things. <laughs> and She said something to me that confirmed this message, and I want to stay here in this principle for a little bit. Gain through loss. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? And there's another verse that you don't have, but I'm going to read in Mark 8:35. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel will save it. You see, the more I hold on... and those who humble humble themselves will be exalted. Our pastor preaches about this like every Sunday. Humility. And I feel that he has to keep preaching it because some of us are not getting it. That this is not about my name, my title, who I am, who I want to be, what people are saying about me, but this is all about me and the king. That the more I understand that he is the king and I have access to his kingdom, I go low. I go low without expectation. You understand that? That when we humble ourselves, it's not about what I'm getting back from him. It's because I know who he is. And the moment we understand that and we move into it, are my good things about me, these are the things that I want no one else to know. This is what I do really good and this is what I do not. Oh my goodness, I still have more message. But, (laughs) honey, this is hard. But, that I want to apologize to all of you that have been in church for all all time for all pastors, for all believers, for all teachers that have made you think that stewardship is only a 10% job I'm apologizing to you right now because we think that when we steward and we're part of the kingdom, it means that I give a little, I volunteer a little, I come to church a little, and now I'm part of this kingdom. I want you to put that graph up, or that image. Because this is how we have been living. We live giving God a sliver, a portion of our life, And we say, my calling comes from God, right? I serve others. I am generous. I am spiritual. And I go to church in that blue section. This is my life. I am part of the kingdom of God. But we teach you, right? We use the word tithe. And some of you do it. Some of you haven't even started to tithe. You have no influence in the kingdom. You see, if you think that you're tithing for Mark and I, or if you like us, or you like what's going on in the church, that you give... You have no influence in the kingdom. Right. If you walk in and you want a better life, you want a better floor, you want to survive property and you don't tithe, you have no influence in the kingdom. Because if you- I want you to have the perspective that because you're part of the kingdom of God, it's not the 10%, it's not even the 90%, it's all of your life. school system, or people can invite me to be on boards, to do things. Now I pray differently. Yeah. Yeah. God, if you open a door for me, this door is not going to be so Wanda could be better, so Wanda's name could be out there, so I can make more money. No. If you open a door for me, let it so I can help expand the kingdom of God. So everything about me now has changed. Do you want me to go there? Do you want me to serve and clean the streets? Is, is that going to expand the kingdom of God? I'm there. Do you want me to sit in this board and speak to the CEO about how to get more funds into this building? Is it about the expanding the kingdom of God? It's there. But be careful that there's decisions that we're making that are all about us. What is better for me? What is better for me? Of a kingdom Hallelujah. that everything about you either expands the kingdom Amen. or shames the kingdom. Lord, Amen. But I don't know about you, but I don't want to be shaming you. And it doesn't mean that you're living in sin. And that's not what I'm talking about. But when you're making decisions about, I want to prioritize my time with my family, love your family, that's your first ministry. Make sure that when you're prioritizing all these other things, that you're not forgetting the creator, that you're not forgetting your king, and that you do not forget your role in the kingdom of God. Because I am finding out that the more that we give, the more God takes care of the things I love and the people I love and the things I worry about, even at moments when I act not to be a spectator not to give up when we're This morning thank you, I thank you how you are expanding the kingdom of God thank through you. us through people I thank you I thank you for every heart that has been touched this morning I thank you how you are opening our spiritual eyes not to be spiritual not to be infants not to be babes but to say I am ready all or nothing yes. all or nothing All or nothing. Thanks for listening this week. We hope you enjoyed the message. Please subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen on. Have a blessed week.